welcome back to Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people in a relationship with TV. I'm Jordan. I'm Taylor. We are going to be talking about the other two, uh, Max show. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a while that we've recorded, and so I haven't had to say the word Max in a long time, so it's still not rolling off the tongue. Mm -mm. But first, we have some tv news i don't know why this piece of news is going to be first but it's the first one i clicked on apparently ryan seacrest is going to be the new host of wheel of fortune (laughs) (laughs) and i just thought that was really interesting (laughs) i did too and um i've always been kind of a seacrest head and i i recently saw some there i didn't remember or know that there's mm. like sexual abuse allegations against him that have been majorly swept under the rug. And I was like, yeah. excuse me, everyone is bad. And I just, I just, it's just interesting that it has been really swept under the rug, I guess. Yeah. I remember cares? when it first came out, but yeah, nothing really ever happened. And I mean, it's just like, I think I saw like a tweet or something and they were like, oh, and this man's been quote unquote canceled, like LOL. And it's just, it's so true. Yeah. Straight like, men. I just, yeah. It's the it's audacity like, and the power they hold. Yeah, exactly. Straight, rich, and like familiar, like household name men, like they are kind of untouchable unless there's like video proof of something happening. Like it is really bonkers. It's wild. Wild, wild. <sighs> um... This I I is I'm like still wrapping my head around this one. Greta Gerwig is going to write and direct at least two Chronicles of Narnia films for Netflix. Like everything in that sentence is like it's, it's very interesting because I think the Netflix of it all is like one of the weirdest parts kind of <laughs> to me. I'm like I will never watch that. <laughs> Tag Sorry. yourself. I'm actually the two. I think the two <laughs> is the weirdest part. Tag it's yourself. Not just one. <laughs> I mean, the th- I mean, there's, I think there's seven books, Narnia books. I'm pretty um, sure we actually already discussed this on the podcast. I had this bookmark too, because I was like, I already knew this. You, I'm pretty sure talked about it at one point. And I, I feel like maybe mm. it was just like a rumor or something. And now it's confirmed. Okay, that makes sense because the thing is, I I remember talking about Narnia movies. I don't remember Greta Gerwig Mm. being attached because that is a very interesting uh, pairing. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. And I I just don't know how I feel. I don't... I probably said this past me because I've (laughs) literally discussed this. But as a reminder... (laughs) I don't... Do we need more Narnia movies? No. I want original Greta Gerwig's. Yes. Like, I... Greta Gerwig, use her for what she's good at. And that's an original movie. I mean, I guess I don't... No, actually, Taylor Swift was good. I almost called you Taylor Swift. Taylor Goff wants Greta Gerwig to be used. (laughs) You heard it here first, folks. (laughs) I want Greta Gerwig to be given the opportunity to make really cool original movies preach yeah and 
this is just kind of odd. But I also trust Greta. So I'm like, I guess we'll see. I will watch yeah. it if it's a, tied to Greta. But like, maybe we'll see, I guess. Yeah. I was I was being a little I was exaggerating when I said I won't watch it, <laughs> but I'm I'm not letting you ever watch it. <laughs> I just feel like I okay. I read the I I never finished the Narnia series, and they never made all the movies the theatrical ones. I think they stopped mm-hmm. at number five, Prince Caspian, and um, I just feel like I don't know. I just feel like it's a very stressful series and it's it's also just very interesting because they are so religious it's just like it's just so it's just a very interesting combination of happenings you know yeah i am intrigued i guess but i'm a little i'm confused yeah it's odd it's very odd it was announced that season three of only murders on in the building is going to be released on august 8th which is literally a month away (laughs) That's insane. They crank that show out so fast. And it's so interesting to me because like, how come other shows like euphoria or even like success? I mean, I know why succession can take, could take all the time in the world and it makes sense because it's a perfect show. Yeah. But like, it's so odd to me. Like how do some shows get turned around so quickly and other shows, it takes years and years to make one season. That is such a good question. I mean, Euphoria, we know that Sam Levinson does it all himself, so it takes, it takes a <laughs> long a time show. To, yeah. have, to write every script alone. But From every really... single woman's perspective. <laughs> I mean, this, your your news is not about Sam Levinson, but like, he is... Let's go there. He, he's a flop. <laughs> he's, kind of, he's kind of the king of flop. <laughs> He is. He's the, what's the uh, Las Culturistas phrase? Like the jester flop oh. of town square. <laughs> flop in the town square. <laughs> I mean, I really kind of think he is. Season one, Euphoria opened, ev- I mean, nepo- nepotism opened the doors. Euphoria season one, um, really good. And it, if he didn't have Zendaya, he might have nothing. Maybe. Yeah. But like. Remember the movie he made that was the worst movie ever? The Zendaya movie with um, John David Washington? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was I forgot that was him. Like, I don't know. HBO's still giving him money. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that is a really great question. Um, I guess I'm glad that some shows are quick, you know? Yeah. It's true. So we have have something. Something to watch. Speaking of new seasons, the fourth and final season of Sex Education is dropping on September 21st on Netflix. I'm so glad to hear that it was uh, going to be the last season because that we kind of didn't because there was all these things of like people not returning, but they never actually said it was the final season (laughs) until just now. And I'm like, so why did they have to? Why couldn't they have just told us from the beginning that it was it's the end? so funny. Like, actually, no one's returning because the show's <laughs> ending. Just one by one. And then someone was like, wait a minute, we don't have a cast anymore. And then like, oh, yeah, this is the end. Yeah, like, oh, all every single main character is leaving the show. Well, let's just end it. It makes sense. Yeah. And I do kind of like the 
um when like a high school show has four seasons like the four years of high school it's kind of cute yeah i agree i'm all for it i'm happy i just was weird a weird rollout of information (laughs) yeah (laughs) oops (laughs) (sighs) not getting you can't get anything past girl meets show netflix no you cannot the morning show is returning on september 13th and they released some like pictures of the show and John Ham looks good. That's all. <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> John Ham's hot. <laughs> uh I actually haven't seen those pics yet. I cannot wait to look at them. Oh, I will send it to you. Thank you. Something funny that I forgot I was gonna send you, but I saw it on a private Twitter and so I couldn't DM it to you. I'm saying this now because I feel like it also applies to the morning show. But he tweeted And just like that is like a noggin show for senior citizens. It's the best (laughs) thing on TV. (laughs) And it really was. I was like, wow. And just like that is so Degrassi coded. (laughs) I I honestly, I'm like, should we be recapping every, every episode every week? Like we did with succession, because there's just like so much to discuss with. And just like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I, did you, I'm assuming you haven't listened to last week's Las Culturistas episode. Um, Not yet. But it's really interesting because Matt Rogers is like, he they're talking about it. And he was like, as someone who's like been a TV writer, like I, like I know what, what I'm talking about. And like, there's just way too many characters. Like we need the core four and one of those core four needs to be in almost every single scene. Like we don't need all these characters. And that's so, I thought that that was exactly, that's exactly it. Some of the new characters work and some of them really don't. Yeah. And like, I think they work with like in scenes with people, but like Mm -hmm. we don't need Che's entire comedy routine without Miranda even being there. Like, (laughs) I guess. Yeah. Like, just, like, stuff like that. Yeah. Or, like, uh, Che doing, like, their, trying on their clothes for their show kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, can't wait to discuss it when it ends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yet, uh, I do, yeah, it's, it's a very, it's an interesting show because I do look forward to watching it and keeping up with it. And can't it look is away. Very, real, I'm having ridiculous. fun. Ridiculous. Mm-hmm. yeah so yeah i totally truly agree. and also this season they are going places i'm like i would never expect them to go there i think i know exactly what you're talking about <laughs> um and yeah yeah yowza <laughs> and i'll never yowza, <laughs> yowza comma yikes <laughs> comma interesting <laughs> comma am i into that <laughs> My last piece of news is that the Emmys are being announced this week on July 12th, which I had like forgotten about. Wow. That's wow. I can't believe it's already time for that again. I know. So Mm. it will be interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. I feel like mm, there's going to be a lot of very close races. I know. Already. I'm scared. The Vanity Fair Instagram post that I have bookmarked, it says HBO versus HBO. (laughs) 
seriously which wow is very interesting it's like can we just have two winners for every category this year <laughs> ties <laughs> whatever happened to a nice tie <laughs> the good old days <laughs> wow that's i'm like stressed already i know hmm. uh like was mentioned previously we are going to be discussing the other two and if you haven't heard the news the other two they announced was ending like the week that um, the f- season three finale happened. And it pretty much sent an earthquake across the country, I think, because everybody has just started getting into the show. I am a prime example. It's really sad. I'm very sad. And it's very weird. And we'll get into it, I'm sure. But for our top three, we are imagining... A new world where another streaming service picks up this perfect show. But if they can't keep the current cast and they had to recast <laughs> the siblings, a.k.a. Carrie Brooke and Chase Dreams, who would we cast? Jordan, you should go first. When you were setting it up, I was like, wow, it really is like like a Spider-Verse, a different version of the, <laughs> the other two. Right? <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Uh, um... Yeah, so this was very fun. I basically built this family around, which, I mean, the show is built around Carrie and Brooke. And so my new version of the other two is is the same way. But I would cast Bo and Yang as Carrie. <gasps> um, I mean, duh. And of course. I feel like he, he's always playing, like, the nice character. And so it would be really yeah. fun to see him, like, go on the sometimes evil trajectory that Carrie (laughs) goes on and he would be so good at it and it would be fun he'd be amazing and as Brooke I cast Ashley Park because yes she I just think she would be amazing I feel like like we literally every week we say that we want these to be real but like where is that series like that would just be so good she, that would get me to download any streaming service. Me too. Truly. Even Peacock, which I still haven't downloaded. <laughs> I have a login. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I was really excited about that. As for Chase, um, he's a little younger, but I feel like that could work because social media pop star kids are younger than ever. And so I picked Alan Kim, who's the kid from Minari, and he's in theater camp, and he's 11. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) But, like, he kind of has the Chase Dreams energy because Chase is, like, actually pretty pure, and they keep, like, forcing him to market himself as bad and, like, all this stuff, but actually he doesn't really want to. Like, I just feel like it would be really funny and maybe even darker because he's, like, so littler and even more adorable. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my our our bonus is uh casting our new Pat, of course. But I feel like Michelle Yeoh, like I mean, yes, I want Michelle Yeoh to be everyone's mom. Sh- yes, she's a like I feel like she's done TV. She just did that Disney Plus series, and so we know she does TV. And how fun would it be to see her be in like? just a straight up comedy because we know she can do comedy she can do all genres we all saw everything everywhere all at once and 
I feel like it would be nice to see her in that Pat role. She's really sweet, but is really, really funny too. And then also has moments of like kind of like darkness herself. Well, actually a lot of moments of darkness herself. And it's just like, there's a lot to do there. And yeah, she's, she's my Pat in this scenario. Okay. I love that family. And it's very funny because guess who I chose for my Carrie? Is it Matt Rogers? Yes. <laughs> I love him so much. I just want him in every single thing I ever watch or listen to. And same with Bowen. So it's literally perfect. Yeah, it is. Um, there's just something so like comforting about him. You know, like yes. his voice. He just is so great. His so, voice, yes. everything he says is so funny. He looks, him and Carrie look so much so similar anyway. I would have a hard time watching him be un, as unlikable as Carrie is in the show. Yeah. Um, but true. it would be a fun challenge for him. You know, he is, he's really good in um, I Love That For You because he is kind of a little mean that's true. sometimes. You yeah, know? that's like true. He, he is kind of mean. He's kind of, yeah. in that his character... Well, he almost goes opposite of Carrie. Like, he starts out meaner than Carrie does, but Carrie gets meaner and he gets nicer, you know? So, yeah. kind of yeah. interesting. That oh. is really interesting. Wow. Okay, well, now I can't wait to hear the rest of your family. <laughs> My second option, I just barely got home from watching No Hard Feelings, so this might be a little um, leaning towards that, but I chose Jennifer Lawrence to play Brooke. <laughs> Do you know that I thought about her? Did you? Maybe it's because we were talking about how you were going to see this movie. But she has, she could, she has Brooke energy. She'd be perfect. Yes. Yes. She'd be perfect. And like, she hasn't really done TV yet at all. Has she? Not that. Well, actually, (laughs) she started in TV on TBS on a show I never watched, the Bill Ingvall show. Do you remember? Mm -hmm. Have you seen commercials for that? It was like. No. It was like a sitcom that's all <laughs> doesn't count she hasn't done prestige tv <laughs> yeah yeah hunger games those are big break and then for chase i was having a hard time finding a kid mm-hmm. um i did go through the theater camp roster yeah <laughs> um but then i moved over moved on to pen 15 and went with that boy that plays sam his name's taj cross and it's funny because his IMDb, he like has had a full on Chase Dreams glow up that Chase did, which is so funny and weird. Like oh he's gosh. like kind of older now and it's just like funny and to is see. It, is it a little cringe because he's so cute on Pin 15? He I'll just doesn't even look the same. <laughs> it's a very interesting outfit in his first pick. Yeah, he has a very interesting IMDb yeah profile picture as do so many people yes it's true you can't really hold that against someone the ones where he's smiling he he still looks cute even though he is clearly getting older you know yeah but a lot of those are just like a little too intense for me (laughs) which is perfect for chase dreams that would be a really fun take on that yeah i think he'd be perfect for pat i mean no one can replace molly shannon but if we had to, I said Rita Wilson. I feel like, she, like Ooh. I was thinking about her as um, Marnie's mom on Girls. Yeah, which is so fun, and I think she would, she could, she could slay the role. 
that would be so funny i feel like i'm just picturing like the different takes that she would like that these substitutes will have on all these characters and i feel like she will be like maybe even like a thirstier version of pat (laughs) like no (laughs) offense rita wilson but i am really thinking of the girls her you know that is so funny and i feel like this family all looks really good together yeah like they look like they could be a family yeah totally oh wow i love it the other two as previously mentioned i was obsessed with it i made it my whole brand basically i (laughs) kind of feel responsible for its cancellation because i like literally tweeted like basically do not talk to me if it's not about the other two (laughs) and honestly like every single conversation i've had with someone i'm like well, do you watch the other two? Or I'd be like, oh, I have a perfect show for you to watch the other two. And like mm-hmm. even a coworker at work, I think I asked her like five times, like, wait, have you watched the other two? Because you should. And she's like, no, but you already told me to. <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's it's really funny because it's like, it's almost like a disease you catch. Because it's like, yes, you were I, doing it to me. Yeah, I did I it to you. And I finally did it. You did it to the, and yeah, and now it's a pyramid here, I guess. <laughs> the show uh it really is tragic because it's just like you were saying earlier it was finally like trending and getting mass appreciation at least on social media you know like yeah i don't think like the full masses had really heard of the other two which it's that's always like kind of a meta thing about it it was funny that like a lot of people had never heard of this show but mm-hmm. it was really, it was because it was getting memed for how relevant it was to like, it would like something would happen in an episode and then the next week it would happen. That event would happen in real life. The globby it of was it all. Wild. Yes. Like it was so funny, like how cl- like plugged in they are into like predicting kind of like where culture is going to go even though they're presenting it exaggerated but then it's like the thing is this is actually really grounded in real life and it is it was it was wild it was very um veep-esque in that way totally it is but even like even weirder because the things were happening closer together like they literally just made this show and now it's happening where like veep it was like a like years later Mm -hmm. but still creepy it is it really is creepy yeah, I, I think I've already said this, but, like, I binged it all, like, just the last few months, and I enjoyed the first two seasons, and, like, but I think I enjoyed it, like, each season more and more, so I would, like, the third season was basically perfect to me, like, it was my favorite season of them, and so at least I guess they're going out on a high note. Mm-hmm. I do think so. Yeah, that's, it's kind of a hard question to, like, rank each season, it's like you can it just kept building and building on top of itself. So I I like how kind of like the characters' careers get bigger and bigger as it goes on. That's kind of like the show. Like the first season is kind of you can just tell it's lower budget. I think that it was on Comedy Central in season mm, yeah. one. And like I don't know, you can just kind of tell, you know? And um because there's still some gems in season one, but then it just like gets bigger and bigger and bigger like i'm pretty sure that the andy cohen and like them going on watch what happens live cameo is like that's in season one i think which is like pretty impressive for this show that like kind of was a slow burn in popularity and there were like years in between season one and two 
And so now to see season three is when it's finally blowing up, but it's also like, I don't know. We kind of got the rug pulled out from under us and it's suddenly we learned that it's the series finale. Um, yeah, it's just, it's kind of a wild ride and feels, feels like something that would happen actually in the show. It's so true. And it's interesting thinking back on like the series as a whole, because like the third season is so good, but if you had started with the third season, I don't think it would work because in the third season, the characters are so unlikable that it's actually kind of annoying. Um, like I was getting to the point where I was like, okay, where is this going? Mm -hmm. And, but like in the first season, they have like likable characteristics. Like they're, they're kind of goofy and like annoying, but Mm -hmm. you still like have a spot for them in your heart. And then by the end, it's like, okay, I hate these people, but like, I still love the show. Mm -hmm. And so that was done really well. And I was just going to go into the finale, but did you have anything else to say? No, I'm actually glad you want to go into the finale because I feel like I wanted to, too. So Perfect. Natural. <laughs> okay. Spoilery, maybe. Spoilery finale talk now. Um, and along that same line, I did feel like the resolution was way too quick because I really was like, these characters, I just want to like shake them. And then it was like someone did just give them a light little tapping and voila, they were good again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. I was actually, I feel really torn. I think the finale, like, it's not a, I don't think the finale was bad. I actually think it was really good and entertaining and I really enjoyed it. Um, I just can't decide if I think it's the best actual finale to these characters' stories, you know? Like, I do love these characters and so I did want them to to become good again or better than they have been acting um but part of me the way that that all of them even pat were acting Mm -hmm. this season i i kind of think it would have made more sense if they actually all had like stayed rotted kind of like yeah they had changed so much one of the the most impactful moments for me in this proving like showing the character development or like um undevelopment almost was (laughs) when they reveal that when that pat hated visiting all of her old friends in ohio and was like the whole episode she's acting like she loves the houses and she's like loves the restaurants that she had in ohio and then like in her text message to streeter that she actually tweets publicly which was hilarious (laughs) She's actually like, I was bored all day. These houses are hideous. I This food is disgusting. All I wanted to do was leave and like be with all my rich things again and like be in LA and all this stuff. And I was like, that was one of those shocking moments of the whole show for me. Cause like Pat has stayed so genuine to her old self. You think this whole time, mm-hmm. but she actually has changed just as much as all the rest of them. Mm-hmm. And so while I do love these characters and like I want them to be good, it kind of made more sense to kind of stay bad. Like it kind of would have been like, okay, for example, Carrie talking to Curtis, who obviously love Curtis. Curtis, Amazing. one of the best characters in the whole entire show. Um, Curtis and Lance are just the best. <laughs> um, but like it would have been really dark and funny and true if, after this amazing conversation Carrie has 
this like come to Jesus moment with Curtis and realizing he's become a monster. But then he actually is like the movie that will win him an Oscar moves forward. I think he should have just, I think they ha- should have had him be like, never mind. It. Yeah. I think I they should have had him take it. It didn't feel like it would fit for him to just like have one night and then he decides to leave it all, even though they just got all of the money and the casting and Harry Styles. Yes. Oh, oh my gosh. The Harry Styles. How could you say no to a movie with Harry Styles? So funny. Because even even in that conversation, Curtis was like, oh, you wanted to be so rich and famous that everyone in the world knew your name and they were afraid of you and they wanted to be you even though they hated you. He's like, we all want that. And I was like, that's the thing. Curtis probably could have been uh, corrupted too. Like they all want that. So Mm -hmm. I do, it's like in my heart, because I feel like these people are real people that I love. I I do want them to like be better people, but I think it would have made more sense if they actually had been bad. Yeah, I agree because I felt like the whole season they were kind of building up the story of like the more fame you get, the harder it is to like be down to earth and like, have morals basically and like there's a price tag for anything and everything and so then for it to just like be wrapped up like that in a little bow with all three of them um I was confused on what the message was in the end Mm -hmm. well it kind of it's funny because it does kind of tie into the real life of the other two where the big headlines and news stories were that it's actually like the most toxic, like the, the best kept secret in Hollywood is that the other two like writer's room and crew behind the scenes, it's like the most toxic work environment of all and all this stuff. And so, and people kept saying like, it's funny that they're writing this show about these people that are corrupted by fame and so thirsty and all this stuff when that's exactly what the two showrunners are like. And they're basically clones of Carrie and, <laughs> and like all this stuff. I mean, write what you know. um, What was the, um, I feel like you had seen a really good tweet, something that's like, they shut down production because everyone was too mean. Yeah. What was that tweet you found? Because I thought that summed it up so well. It was, it was a TikTok uh, by one of the podcast hosts of the Celebrity Memoir Book Club. And she was like. She was basically saying just that of like, okay, so now HBO is trying to be like, oh, we don't, we don't hand, like, we will not take any sort of HR violations. <laughs> and like, if one person complains about like a toxic work environment, we're going to take action. But then like the idol is still having <laughs> a new thing come out about it every hour about how bad it was. And so it's just like. <laughs> Hmm. Like, did they just cancel this show because of that? Or like to try to save face because of everything that's gone on with the idol? It's just, I'm really interested Mm -hmm. to know when it was known that it was going to be canceled because the finale was very clearly a series finale. Mm-hmm. But but it's interesting because we didn't know the show was canceled until the week of the airing of the finale. Like it was like breaking news. So yeah. I'm like I'm just confused because I thought like with the breaking news of it being canceled, I was like, oh, we're not going to be like get it all like wrapped up in like a finale. But then it was. So then I was like, mm-hmm. wait, what? <laughs> that is so true, especially because like the finale was like almost double the length of a normal episode, like it very much wrapped up everyone's stories. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also, if they had announced like the third, it, this new season 
as the third and final season, it would have made sense because not many people had been watching it. And so it was like kind of an amazing, fun surprise that there even was a season three. So Mm -hmm. like it would have made sense. So it, the whole thing is so weird. Well, and I feel like they would have probably even gotten more viewers if it was uh, marketed as the final season, because Mm. for me, I, with like a show that I've already missed the first couple seasons, it usually takes the last season airing for me to then catch up and then I will watch the final season as it's airing. Um, Yeah, wow. And so I feel like they would get more people. I think you're right. I think especially on Max where a lot of their best shows have just ended and so people are looking for stuff Mm -hmm. and like... Oh, finally another show that I can binge pretty quick, you know? Yep. Very, very odd. And another thing, this is my last thought, but like, it's really interesting to like read. I haven't even really read any of the articles of like what happened in the writer's room and like why they're shutting it down. Um, I've just mostly heard it from you and (laughs) what's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm going to be completely blunt there, but it's, I was like stalking all of the actors like after it wrapped and it's just like all of them are like everyone's thanking everyone and like posting so many like behind the scenes stuff and I'm just like I'm confused. I have so many questions (laughs) because I I need a documentary. I literally like I feel like something we were kind of talking about too is that it's like the actors like how I'd like to how involved were each of these actors like they probably they probably did have a great experience you know like was it only the writer's room specifically where everyone hated their lives like well speaking of Matt Rogers questions for you mister as someone who I'd love to hear his statement yes as a former the other two writer and he never talks about it which that's that's doing a lot of assuming what's a lot we're filling in the blanks with he never talks about it because he hated it there too. But like, that's not necessarily true, but I would like to know how, what his experience It kind of like. feels a little bit like that. That's the vibe I get. And also it is interesting because like they mostly had new writers almost every season, which I think is interesting, but that's just me gathering information from IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's facts, you know? Yeah. Uh, sometimes we never you never well, know we do complain They're sometimes about wrong about how they many are missing things episodes a, a season has <laughs> if i can't trust imdb though what in can i trust in this world <laughs> literally nothing uh but wow yeah um couldn't still recommend this show more than almost any other show it's so easy to take in it's funny everyone will laugh at it it's it's just so good yeah it's it's a perfect show imo like i'm sad that it's that we won't get new episodes of it but i do like when they go out on a high note like we always yeah we're always saying it (laughs) maybe not in those specific words but we do we we basically do though that's not even a joke (laughs) i thought you were were roasting me (laughs) no i wasn't roasting you i i there are like um if we had a fan fan base that had like fan twitter accounts i feel like they'd make fun of us for how we always talk about 30 minute shows 30 minutes we're pro 30 minute shows and a yes. show ending at, at a good time yeah in a, on a high note 
it with a short amount of seasons yes not overstaying its welcome yeah mm-hmm. yeah 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 the girl meets show drinking game <laughs> <laughs> exactly uh, all right who's your crush of the week i i just have to give it up to drew tarver carrie i just like i just there's just so many men that are so cute to me that will never love me because they are gay (laughs) (laughs) and i and he's one of them he is so he's so good as carrie he was so he's so good at playing carrie when carrie's being nice and he's so good at playing carrie when carrie's being horrible like Mm -hmm. he's so good and i do have to plug i did get to see him perform live at ben schwartz live improv comedy show and um he was like the funniest person i've ever seen ever and it was different it's like different comedy than the other two so that's really fun seeing him and like doing all these different things and i just i have a parasocial relationship with him now (laughs) i think he might be my real fake friend (laughs) we welcome those here at girl meet show (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's kind of that's the other theme of the show is <laughs> having ownership over people that we'll never meet <laughs> the circle of people that we call friends of the pod that we'll never <laughs> actually know or be friends with <laughs> yes exactly um okay well then i'm gonna give it up to our guy lance played by josh shigera he is like someone i would never actually be attracted to in real life uh, more so because because like, he has his chiseled body <laughs> yeah and that <laughs> no but that's the beauty of lance he like loves to watch reality tv and like he's he mm-hmm. is like he knows pop culture and like everything like that he is this yep the perfect man kind of in touch with his emotions yes yeah literally a perfect man and he did such a good job at playing that perfect man and he brooke does not deserve him (laughs) no (laughs) (sighs) it was another that was another conflicting thing in the in the finale for me where i was like i'm so happy they're back together but lance you need to run away (laughs) seriously truly truly (sighs) like just because he he had the it's set up to be sexiest man alive. Like he deserves that. That doesn't make him equal yeah. to Brooke. <laughs> no, not at all. That not at all. That was a, that was a fun twist though. I really liked that. Yeah. It just, yeah, it just, it made Lance even more lovable. All right. Well, sad it's over, but it's a good rewatch. Totally. As long as Max doesn't take it off their library, all will be well. Seriously. And can't wait mm-hmm. to see what all of these other actors do moving forward. Totally. Cause I love them all. Yeah, it, when the, when a show goes out on a high note like this, like we love, it is almost like I feel like it gives them even more of a springboard to go to other things. So totally, we'll be, we'll be watching for them. <laughs> yes, we will. Like hawks, <laughs> like leeches, paras, <laughs> parasocial leeches. <laughs> I'll be tweeting every day, <laughs> or else. <laughs> I changed my handle to like, I don't know, Drew Tarver fan, the other three or something. <laughs> the other three? Well, it's like those um, 
those Twitter accounts that are like, did Lord release an album today? No. <laughs> and they tweet every single day and it'll just be like, did Drew Tarver get a new IMDb credit today? No. No. <laughs> and then when he does, though, it'll be great. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or like Drew Tarver updates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there's a you could start the thread I actually was thinking about that with the threads of it all is like is this my time to like get into a super niche fan group and start like a fandom on threads because Mm. it's so new because I always regretted not being an early Swifty on Twitter Mm -hmm. so that I could have gotten like an invite to a secret session you would have 100% been a secret session person or Tumblr if you like literally just post Mm -hmm. a new tumblr of her every 10 minutes um the thing with threads is that you have to then make another instagram account you can't yeah, make one true. without an instagram connected <laughs> i, I have a couple fin- a couple finstas so i've got some but you can't change the you have to have the same mm-hmm. at i think yeah i do know someone who had to make a a new finsta to make a new <laughs> well, i don't know what a, uh thread equivalent of finsta they haven't figured out that term yet but yeah a fred (laughs) (laughs) what's your fred (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh (sighs) all right well thank you for listening and we will see you next week bye bye